1: The Big Ones.
2: I'm Maria. And I'm Amanda. And this is The Big Ones. Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The problems can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk
1: about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Gabby Gabby Dunn. Dunn.
0: Hi! Thank you for having me. I'm a big fan of you both, uh, and every and this network. And I'm just so happy to be here.
1: <laughs> Welcome, uh, Gabby. Thank, thank you, you for doing it. It's great to have someone who wants to be here.
0: I like truly. <laughs> I said this about web crawlers too. I was like, "Why are you letting a stalker on your shows? It makes no sense.
2: <laughs> Gabby does call into the web crawlers hotline. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: text us i don't know why
2: she's calling into this hotline yep i like it she's using the proper
1: the proper protocols that's right yes
2: yeah i appreciate that if you want to talk to us about podcasting you better go through the proper channels (laughs) yes it's true this is work this is work it is gabby thank you so much for being on you guys know gabby because she's a author She's a podcaster. Honestly, the fact that you've published two books is insane to me. And it's really nice.
0: Thank you. Three books. Three. And a graphic novel. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I had... In 2019, this will never happen again. But in 2019, I had three books come out. In 2019, I had a book come out in January, a book come out in in May, and a book come out in October.
1: Are they short? Maybe they're short. Wait, wait. Let's get the page count. How long are they?
0: Yeah, yeah. One was a graphic. One was a a a book I'd been working on for a long time that just happened to come out in January, uh, which was the Bad with Money book, which is nonfiction. Then the sequel to myself and my podcast partner. Or Allison Raskin's book came out, so that was like a YA thing that she and I were, had worked on, and then that was a sequel. So I don't know, sequels are a little easier, I guess. And then <laughs> the graphic novel, and then the, the last one was a comic book. But then this Boom Studios, who I worked with, were like, when you promote it, you have to say graphic novel, of course.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Well, that is so, a three books in a year. That must have been a fun year.
0: Uh, it it was. It was the last fun year ever because yeah. that was twenty nineteen. And then I, and then everything is, um, was done.
1: And then what podcasts uh, are you doing right now? What are your active podcasts?
0: Oh, yeah. So I have the Just Between Us podcast, which, um, my Allison Raskin and I do, which is like interviews and also advice and, um, general sort of like tangents about our lives. Uh, and then it's a lot of mental health stuff, uh, and also queer stuff. And then, Uh, I have a show called Bad With Money, which is just a finance podcast for beginners that just started season seven. It's coming out now and it's just like uh, I've been doing it forever and it's it's just like, you know, a, a, a money podcast where you're like okay my first question is what is money like it's really it just starts and it and it lives in reality where like I'll never be like ask your parents for ten thousand so dollars you could start a business like you're Jeff Bezos like I always am just like listen guys like here's how to not get screwed by unemployment taxes like we are not at that level
2: have you guys seen his before and after from before he was rich and after he's rich I look at it
1: every what? day, what every morning. It? I take a look really? at that.
2: Because, you I know, mean, shocking. Hold on. Let me, I'm going to find it for you guys. And then you're going to, okay. you're going to be it, blown It's away. just,
1: he had, it's the celebrity transformation. It's the money transformation. When people get a certain amount of money, they start to glow.
0: He's he doing, look, he looks better. Gabby, oh, yeah.
2: he looks Insane like he looks hold on we're okay you guys are gonna freak out okay i'm gonna share this with you okay share screen okay here we go ready
0: (laughs) oh i see (laughs) I
2: see. So what we're looking he- at here is there's a worm on the left and there's like a <laughs> robot. <laughs> there's like a robot, like superhuman on the right. He became like Iron Man. He used to be, he literally went into a superhero, like whatever the superheroes go into and they like, they vibrate and then they come out and all of a sudden they have their powers. He did that.
0: He's Chris Evans at the beginning yeah. of Captain America, and now he's Chris Evans at the end of Captain America. And
1: the uh, another thing I'll say that he kind of looks like is, um, you know, an interview with a vampire when they bite each other and then they like <laughs> turn really beautiful. <laughs>
0: Well here's the thing So there's always that thing of I mean first of all Your show is about ethics And you want to talk about how uh, There's no I mean becoming a billionaire There's nothing ethical about it Of course not No one
2: should be a billionaire It doesn't make
0: any sense You can't have any ethics With regard to it But there's also like The The thing where You'll see I saw a thing that was like Billionaires And they're dressed like shit They're just like Wearing like fucking nothing Like sweatpants And like a fucking Patagonia and then like you'll be like uh, that's billionaires and then millionaires are the ones who are like dressed in yes. Prada and Gucci and whatever mm. and it's because when you've reached billionaire fuck you man I'm gonna walk in in flip flops and you're gonna have to handle it oh right?
1: see I think we all have billionaire energy
2: <laughs> <laughs> well I'm a thousandaire and that means that I just wear a, ga- a lot of gap <laughs> a lot of gap a lot of gap well, i went to
0: <laughs> oh god old navy i my mom I, I my mom used to take us to old navy on july 5th so that you could get that's all the sale. july 4th I, stuff for, that's a sale baby <laughs>
1: why, is so run the sale, why is it so <laughs> cheap why is it so cheap the day
0: after oh my god that's why you go that's why you go to the grocery store and all that on um november 1st because all the october 30 all the halloween stuff is like <laughs> you stock up, up on
2: candy
1: year. that's right <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm not a dummy. No
2: dummy over here. Well, I just, you know, when you get a certain amount of money, there's some sort of procedures you can get that all of a sudden turn you into something that you never were before. And it's shocking to me. And it's, I question it. And I have a, I have a lot of questions.
0: Yeah. It's filler. It's veneers. Um, I mean, it's veneers, largely. All
2: right, Gabby. Well, let's, well, what kind of moral dilemma do you need help with?
0: Well, Okay. Well, one, well, well, this is an interesting quandary. But there's there's a couple things. One is just I want to get your read on on this because it ar- this already happened. But um, okay, so my grandma, my grandmother passed away in 2018. In her whole life, her whole life, like uh, I guess the, when I'm starting at age like 20 mid mid 20s, she. Um, lied about her age. She made herself like three, three years younger. Wow! And so, and then she just kept it up, like to the point that like my dad was like, I think you're owed social security. And she was like, no. (gasps) And so (laughs) kept it up, kept it up. Always was like, you know, I had your father when I was 20. It's not true. Like just like would tell stories, like totally committed to this lie. Then she passed away. And we were left with the conundrum of what birthday to put on her tombstone.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Her real birthday or the birthday she always told us.
1: Oh, my God. I, I Well,
2: birthday. She always told you.
1: That's what I'm going to do. It's interesting, though, because, OK, grandma's she's up in heaven or wherever she likes to be. Mm-hmm. She- <laughs> She's hopefully unbothered by the mortal drama at this point, whereas generations moving forward, like they'll want an accurate history of their family timeline, although a couple of years here and there might seem inconsequential. I don't know. I feel like for like from a historian's perspective, you'd want to Mm -hmm. get that accurate.
0: It throws my dad's age into flux like it really like because all the stories are sort of in weird (laughs) like time orders and like she'll be like, oh, I was in this country in this year and I'll be like, well, how old was dad? And she'll she'll be like, oh, he was six months, but like that doesn't make sense. And so historically, it is hugely inaccurate all around. Uh, but that makes me think about like in history, how often are the things just like what the people wanted us to think and not the actual reality.
1: Oh, I think that's all, all of history.
0: Yeah. I mean, just, you know, but even like interpersonally, not like, oh, Napoleon was here or whatever, but like my, yeah, like my mom's going through ancestry.com and you like can't find anyone.
2: It's, and look, the Ancestry Trails, I've been down them, they can get really murky. People can start, the way people spelled things. Yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, there's an I before an E, so all of a sudden, there's an O in the last name, and you're just Mm -hmm. like, well, what is is that? What's that? And then Mm -hmm. it will just be like, it seems like sometimes just people got a little sloppy in the record keeping. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So I don't know, but this was on, this was like a purposeful like we we found out her age from like a ship's manifest that we like found, so we know her real birthday but like like a 1947 ship's manifest but like what um but like so so what do we do with the tombstone
1: okay so i have an idea what if you put the accurate dates and then underneath it you put like but somehow she was only this old when she died (laughs)
2: Yeah, you could say like died at oh age, you know, so and so, but then have which is the age she told everyone, but then have the dates, her actual dates under it.
0: It's it's write that on the tombstone it's wordy. rather yeah. than like beloved mother grandmother no. then, like it just says like she was actually this age which she told everyone, but <laughs> yeah. you're just telling the guy to <laughs> carve it
2: into the stone. Well, you put the dates and then under it and she and then you go but she told everyone she was blah blah blah. Now, what I think
1: she would hate that. What was the reason she was lying about her age? Was it like the the typical woman thing of like, I don't I want to seem younger?
0: Well, so she was married three times. And the third husband is the one that stuck. Uh, That was like my parent. They never had biological children, but he was our grandpa growing up. And like he was my dad's stepdad and everything. And she was lying to him. Because she had two ex-husbands, but it was 1955 and she was a single mother. And she didn't want him to think that she had had two ex-husbands. So it was like more palatable to be like, I have one ex-husband. Wait, so she lied about the
2: amount of husbands she had as well as her
0: age? (laughs) Uh So how many husbands
1: are you going to put on the tombstone?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So she put... Now as I'm speaking about this, it is a larger uh, web of lies. But so she... Lied and said that she uh, only had one husband, one ex-husband. And so then the my grandfather, Pepe, who uh, was a doctor, was like, "Okay, I'll marry you and adopt your two kids from your previous marriage. And she was like, great. But then it came out later that she had actually had one husband before that other husband and that my dad was actually from that other husband Mm. and wasn't even from the wasn't was only half siblings with his sister.
2: And what did your um, grandpa say about that when that came out? He never he never found out. He
0: didn't. It came out after he had died. No, no, no. We knew about it.
1: No one told Pepe.
0: Whoa, this is why he knows now. Is he is, no, he, uh, still is he still alive? No, no, he's Okay, dead. he knows. So yeah. so when I was my dad found out that that was not his actual father when he was like 40 and no, so then he stop. started <laughs> No, he kind of found out when he was 21 because <laughs> um, he wanted to take Pepe's last name. And so he went and got like the birth certificate to take Pepe's last name. And the last name on the birth certificate was different than his last name as he knew it. So he kind of figured that he maybe had a different dad, Whoa. but then he just changed his last name to Dunn and never said anything to anyone. And then, and then, um, and, and, or, or and I think he had, at one point it was like 19, I don't know, sixty something. So he called the FBI offices, and we're like, "Hey, is there a way to track down or whatever?" And um, the FBI, that whoever he spoke to on the phone was like, "You know, he probably has a new family, and he doesn't want to meet you, and it's not the worth FBI pursuing." I so said my, that,
2: like Jesus, I think so. really? like a guy Stay that my lane. dad
0: called. You, well, because it was the sixties, so it was like you probably you're probably just like a from an affair, and like don't ruin this man's life, and like just you know drop it. And so my dad was like, OK, so he dropped it. And wow. when he was 40, my mom was like, wait, what the fuck? And my mom was like, I think you should pursue this. And so then they hired a private investigator. And the private investigator found my dad's biological father. Did, we did not tell Maymay. Maymay is the the other gra- the grandmother. We did not tell Maymay because it would hurt her feelings. And so when I was like six, we like met my dad's uh dad real dad and then we were in touch with him and, and went and visited him and hung out with him and did not tell May and Pepe for a long time and then May may found out that we were doing it and was like fine but I don't want to know anything about it and then me as a child was told don't tell Pepe
1: oh my wow. god so I think this, so this pattern of secrecy and lies needs to stop with you Gabby you need to put an end to this and the first step is for you to put the accurate date on the tombstone yeah
2: I think you're right. <laughs> at the at the beginning I, of this conversation I was like, no, let let the lie continue. But now I'm just yeah. hearing about this perpetual lie circle that's happening here and I'm going, <laughs> you need well, to so- you need to put your foot down here.
0: Okay, but wait. So, is a complicated figure. Uh, oh, also, one time I almost, I was like 11, and I was in the car with Pepe, and I said something about going to see Virgil, who's my dad's dad, and I was like, oh, yeah, we went there with Virgil, and Pepe was like, who's Virgil? And I, at 11, was like, fuck, 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 fuck that. And I was like, my mom's friend. Like, I'm 11 having to fucking cover for these right. adults, first of all. Right. But... Us. And then and then my dad, we were like, Pepe must know, like he must know. But he never said anything. We never said anything like we never directly acknowledged it with Maymay until Pepe was dead. Like it was a whole but I, it was a whole thing. But Mame is a complicated figure because obviously it's 1955. She's living in poverty. She has two kids. She's an immigrant. She's like, I need to marry this doctor. They loved each other. But she was like, I got a doctor on the hook. I work at a hotel. Like I live in a one bedroom with my two kids. I need to marry this doctor, and like, I, and like, if I can do that by you know in the fifties, I don't want him to be like it's a stain on my family name to marry a twice divorcee. So right. she kind of was like, I gotta do what I gotta do, man. Like I gotta say that I'm younger. I gotta say that I'm uh, I'm only divorced once, and she pulled herself right up in the way that only a woman in 1955 can. she's also like there's also a lot going on where like she's a holocaust survivor and so like sometimes when i talk about her with my therapist my therapist is like she just you just gotta do what you gotta do absolutely
1: and you know my feelings on this if uh, for everyone who also heard our episode on bridgerton that I was all about that pregnant young woman tricking the man into marriage because I'm like, hey, the cards are stacked against you. And I think Mamie sounds like an incredible woman. I think she shouldn't have done anything different. But I also like to think now, you know, that she's, you know, moved on to whatever's next, she's ready to sort of let that go. And she can just not have to be such a survivor anymore maybe it's
0: also wild how much she just like didn't like just just like kept things and like didn't say anything and like was she like when i was younger i used to not like her because i thought she was mean she had a real lucille bluth energy (laughs) Mm -hmm. but then as i got older i started like inviting it like i wanted to see what she would say uh and like i it was just very i like interviewed her for my book that came out uh in 2019 and she, but she passed away before the book actually came out Aww. but I interviewed her for the book and I asked her like you know I asked her do you care about what happens to any of us after you die and she was like no <laughs> <laughs> see there you go she does not give a shit about her she tombstone she truly did not give a shit it was so great she used to every time I would tell her something about my life she would go well You're a very interesting girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How old did she live until?
0: Who the fuck knows? That's the big question. She made us. (laughs) You want to talk about ethics? Wait. Do you want to talk about ethics? When I was 18, yeah, when I was in college, she made the entire family, like 15 people, everybody. She made all of us go to Las Vegas for her 80th birthday. And spend all this money and do all go to these nice restaurants, go to all this stuff, do like a four or five days of Vegas celebrating her 80th birthday. Go all out, take take all of our time and all of our money to do it, and then all of us whispering as it's going on, like she's fucking 83. Like, is this re- what is going? What? She's like not even like lying, like not even lying with like some shame. Do you know what I mean? Like, really yeah. balls out lying. Like, like say something. Like, literally uh, sitting at the head of the table, like looking at all of us, being like, say something. Say I'm not 80. Say, not, say I'm not 80. Say something. But you know what that also is
2: doing? It's bringing your family together because then you all have something <laughs> to talk about behind her yeah. back, which brings you all yeah. together. It puts you all on the same page as to grandma's really 83. What's going on here? And then it just makes everyone have a better time because everyone's just talking about the same thing. That's what I think. I think it was. Yeah. I think it's a cool thing to do, actually, is, is to tell a lie to a big group of people and then have them have a really nice weekend talking about it (laughs) bold bold and selfless (laughs) so wild well I think you put you know what you you put the I say you put the dates she wanted on there and you just call it a day
0: you just call it a day we put we ended up putting her fake birthday you
2: did it's probably the right
1: move honestly
0: let her have it let her have it
1: I mean and who's to say somehow it wasn't accurate (laughs)
0: <laughs> well you know, you know it's accurate in your heart yeah <laughs> age, age? It accurate. is it real
1: heart. age is fake you could always add some quotation marks
2: <laughs> around the birth year
1: those are easy you just scratch i get a sharpie just
2: tack them on yeah. let,
0: her ha- let her have it you know what i mean <laughs>
2: Now, Gabby, what we do before we get to our big, big one, we just we just have our guests because they're sick of listening to us. Just please tell people to rate and review and join our Patreon, because if they don't, then they're hurting. They're hurting us. And I'll just say real quick, while Gabby does this,
1: I have to go pee. And so I'm going to run and do that while Gabby does this. But I can I'll take out the headphones, Jack, so I can still I'll be listening.
0: Oh, okay, (laughs) okay, great. So no funny business. She'll hear you. Hi, guys. Are you tired of physically and emotionally and mentally hurting Maria and Amanda by not joining their Patreon or leaving an Apple review of five stars and a review of the podcast? Well, that's an easy fix. You can just join the big ones Patreon or uh, go to Apple reviews and leave a review and five stars. um, And then it will cease Amanda and Maria's um, endless physical, mental, physiological, emotional, spiritual pain. Thanks. Perfect. Was that that useful? That was great. We're going to take a quick break. When we come
2: back, we're going to get to our big, big one.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: Okay, we're back. Okay, so this big, big one I pulled from my deck of Chuck Klosterman hypotheticals. Um, oh, wow. which is just, I don't know what it is. I guess you could call it a game, but anyway, we pull from there every once in a while. We <laughs> haven't done one, <laughs> we haven't done one in a while. We do,
0: you know, we do on Just Between Us, we do a segment called Hypotheticals. Oh, which, which, um, Allison writes and they come from her brain because she would do this as like a way to not do small talk. She would do hypotheticals with people in real life. And so we made it a segment on the show, and the hypotheticals are, are nuts like they're they're split up into game shows and one of the game shows is would you stay with this cheater one of the game shows is uh do you lie or tell the truth one of the game shows is is this person an alien or just rude <laughs> one of them is are you a terrible parent they're all like it's so intense we should Do a crossover yeah we should yeah, you really should because it's it is they are very intense they're like they'll be like you your child sneaks out in the middle of the, in the in the middle of the night and so you and your husband and the the younger child stage a robbery and a break in and then hide in the closet so that when they come back they think that everyone was kidnapped and robbed and then they like and then they find out and they never run away again what do you do you never sneak out again <laughs> like it's all shit like that or it'll be like you're on a cruise ship and you're at the buffet someone comes up to you and whispers in your ear no you're doing this wrong and then starts putting food on your plate are they an alien or just rude like it's all it's I mean I'm not even doing it justice it's wild these we, are intense we need these yeah you should have her on because uh, her brain is uh, something else <laughs> If
2: someone started putting food on my buffet plate and telling me I was doing it wrong, I'd literally drop to my knees and just say, t- say this is it. This is no m- life no more. <laughs> it would be too intense.
0: So I, I'm prepared. What I'm saying is I have a, a PhD in hypotheticals. Great. <laughs> right.
1: Okay, so let's see how we feel about this one. You are forced to give up one of your five senses. Smell, sight, taste, touch, or hearing. However, you may choose to compensate for the loss by means of synesthesia. For example, if you decide to give up your sense of sight, you can choose to smell colors instead. Or if you give up hearing, you might opt to taste music. If you give up taste, you could replace this sensation by feeling flavors. Basically, whatever sense you reject would be reflected through an alternative medium. Which of your senses would you surrender and how would you replace it? Wow. So I'm, I'm going to just off the bat write the five senses in the group chat just because I'm going to forget what they are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, some, some of the like, okay. So I've seen a lot of documentaries and we know about, we know about uh, people who are blind and we know about people who can't hear. But in terms of smell, I only really have heard of one person who can't smell. And I think it affects them negatively. I, this is someone in my sphere of friends. I think it affects them negatively because they, they sometimes don't know when they need to bathe. Then Whoa. In, terms of, in terms of taste. I don't, I can't, I can't think of anyone I've heard of who can't taste things. So I don't know what that is I like. did hear of a for, chef
2: who lost his sense of taste. It,
0: yeah. Um. Is it the guy from Alinea? I don't know. He had tongue cancer? Yeah. I think
1: that must be who you're thinking of because that's like the
2: famous guy. Yeah. Whoever the he famous was this, guy is. <laughs>
0: He's the chef at Alinea, which is a three-star Michelin restaurant. There's a chef's table episode about it. Like I said, documentaries. Yeah. And... He had tongue cancer and he almost um, lost his tongue and he's a chef. Very cinematic and ironic. Um, And then touch, I know, is a hard one because I've seen documentaries about people who they they don't they don't have touch. And so they like don't know when they've touched a pan and (gasps) burned their hand they don't know when they've you know like they can't feel pain i think it's more like they can't feel pain and so it's a disorder where like you would think oh it's great you can't feel pain but it's actually bad because they'll like fully break (gasps) their arms and like not even know it's a house episode there's a house
2: episode about it with the little girl from (sighs) blue crush penny from blue crush is the girl who can't Feel pain
1: also it reminds me yeah. when you go to the dentist and you have novocaine and then they're like don't mm-hmm. bite your cheeks because you could chew them all up and like that is
0: so <laughs> disgusting yes
2: but i have a question it's about it's hard the touch. it's
0: really hard the
2: touch thing are you feeling numb or are you just you feel like nothing i don't feel numb all the time no i think you have no sense of
1: like text to, like you have no so just my yeah. hands but no, can my no. body I think it's well I think it's so I feel be, numb so you're saying I feel numb but you know that numb sort of I don't yeah I guess it is numb but I'm, it's not like when your arms asleep or you have that tingly feeling right it's just like well that I would be what anything. it felt like.
0: but it's weird because if how would you know if you're touching your own hand like how would oh. you clap like how would you know if you're touching your own leg. Also, what if you're like sitting in a chair for hours and you don't realize the chair is on your foot? Like that's, we're not, we're, we're not, we're, we gotta think I'm touch seems to be a real important Well, one. Let's just yeah, offer first the bat, I was
2: like, get rid of touch. At first I was literally like, get rid of touch. And the more we talk about it, the, the, the more insane that sounds to me.
0: Because if you if you, let's say you get rid of taste and then you can feel taste Mm. Then then if you touch your desk, do you, are you licking your desk? Well, this is right.
1: interesting. So what do we all know about synesthesia? Well, well, we're about to hear
2: about it from Amanda. I'll tell you that
1: Yeah, Tell us. Tell us. I think you guys probably both have it. I've known like I've (laughs) synesthesia has been on my radar since I was a child because I've always assigned numbers and letters colors, which is like a very common form of it. But I know some people uh, have it in interesting ways, like as this question lays out, like tasting music or whatever. But uh, my friend Mm -hmm. Johnny, for instance, gives like gender identities to numbers.
0: That, yeah, <laughs> that's We're like, yeah, I've heard of that. Or, or, um, I somebody posted on like TikTok or something where they were like, uh, uh, thir- math is, bl- uh, math is red and English is blue. And, uh, and seven and November and Thursday are all the same. That's so funny. And I, I, yeah, I see
1: that seven and November are similar because those are both yellow and orange.
2: I don't buy <laughs> synesthesia. You? I get, I, I get it. You and John no. Mayer have it, and you can't. Both of you can't <laughs>
0: shut up about it. But
2: <laughs> I
0: don't fully. I think. I, but because- then, why do if I say if I say like science is, science is green, like or if I'm like if I'm like wh- like when Amanda just said Thursday and seven are both yellow and orange, and I was like yes. Why do
1: we both know that? Yeah, 7 in November are are like yellow and
2: orange, and Thursday's red. Here's why I think. (laughs) Here's why I think. Because I think that sometime in grade school, there was something that a poster or something that you saw, an animated thing, where you then attributed that to visually what you had seen yeah I think that's true because I even remember um
1: in preschool there was a border I sat right next to that had all the letters and so like for me a is red a apple red like that makes sense right b is blue then c is yellow like I don't know if that's where I picked it up but I do think it is it makes sense right because our like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there is something that's connected about our senses. And so actually, I was really getting upset about this question for a second when we were talking about what it would be like to not be able to taste and touch. But now that I realize you can, we also have to add in the component of you get to experience through a different sense. That to me is mm-hmm. the saving grace. So like, if I lose my sense of touch, but I can feel
2: music, that's kind of cool, that is
0: kind of cool, wouldn't that
2: be overwhelming? That would overwhelm me I, you know I, you'd all you'd always be like, oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you would, you just like the ice cream truck goes down the road and you're like, oh! <laughs> yeah. it's too much that that ice cream truck driver is depressed like we Ooh. we had a woman on our podcast who said was reading our handwriting and told us she's like a handwriting expert and she told a story about how she got a birthday cake from the store and they wrote happy birthday on it and she looked at it and from the way the person wrote the why she knew that they were depressed
2: (gasps) so she gave the cake back to her she went you need this more than i do you
0: need (laughs) that's incredible (laughs) so it's like that like but, okay, so here's what I wouldn't want to do. I would not want to taste smell.
2: Interesting. I feel like I already do.
0: Right. You already kind of taste smell and smell taste, and it's bad.
1: But that's interesting, though, Gabby, because now I'm thinking that that would be a good combo because they're kind of already connected. So say I give up my smell, and, or I give up mm-hmm. my taste, but I can smell taste, it would kind of lessen the blow of not being able to taste food.
0: Yeah, you can still smell it. But if you can smell a really nice casserole, but you can't eat it, casserole it, that sucks. Of all the yeah, things like to nice- smell,
2: Gabby's like, but that damn, that casserole. <gasps> yeah,
0: casserole. Like, like a it's tuna, got a lot of smell. tuna
2: casserole fresh out of the tuna, oven. Tuna noodle. <laughs> yeah. A tuna noodle. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. I think that honestly, giving up your sense of taste would actually be better financially um, it, it would though right Because like then you could just kind of like Eat and also health wise Because you could eat Literally greens all day and not like Who would care if you had sugar but Because how you can not taste it
0: How depressing
2: Not if you can then you're, you can smell it
0: But Then are you smell So if you smell cake Then that's just the same as if you ate it
2: Basically I could smell cake I could yeah. smell cake, and by smelling it, I'd be tasting it, so therefore I could smell cake and eat a piece of broccoli and feel like I was eating cake.
0: You just hold a piece of cake close to your nose, yes. and
1: you put the broccoli that into your exactly mouth. That's exactly what Sick I would be visual. doing. Imagine going out to eat with her.
0: <laughs> and you're like, hold on, and you put just like a gummy worm under your yes. nose as you're shoveling lettuce into your
1: mouth.
2: That's the dream. Honestly, we could try that now. That might work. honestly it might because sometimes when you do smell like a donut or something it feels like you're eating it
0: yeah you just take you have in your pocket like a little hershey's bar and every time you go out to dinner you're just like sorry one moment and you just put one of the little hershey nuggets up your nose (laughs) and up the other nose and then you just eat your salad
2: sometimes when i step in like the ocean or i'm in the shower a bath i feel like i'm drinking it Like my feet are drinking the water. Now this is interesting because
1: in this dilemma, they say for taste, you said you could give up taste and replace the sensation by feeling flavors, which is kind of an interesting
2: idea. Feeling flavors. I don't. What happened to you? Feeling aspect is freaking me out. I don't know what that means. Feel so it. So like, like if I, okay,
1: so like I, I guess it would be like there's a piece of chocolate cake and I eat it and instead of tasting it, like my body gets like, like what is the feeling of chocolate? I don't it's all like an orgasm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like what is the feeling of chocolate? Is the feeling of chocolate just like positivity? Yeah, it's like happening. You're still gaining, you're still, you're still getting too much sugar. Like you develop diabetes because you just want to like you you have you just haven't had a vegetable and you get scurvy or whatever because you just want to keep eating things that feel but, but good what, what
1: if eating vegetables felt good where they don't necessarily and I think vegetables do taste good but like what if like you it's there me, she goes again miss, so miss I don't relatable. wake up to eat and I love my vegetables I love vegetables come on
0: <laughs> like some have you ever had burnt broccoli it's really I love delicious.
1: I do a high roast on my broccoli
0: Yes, oh totally. so god, good. a high roast. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm hitting like 450
1: with that thing.
0: Of course. It's so good. I what if you could okay. Oh, what if you could smell sights? So mm. then I feel
2: like you can almost because you kind of But I don't know. It's hard to differentiate because you're smelling a smell that's out of sight. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yes. Or if... Because I can understand. I think we already see... I think we already see smells in this hold on I think because you know like when you you know like I was thinking about a time when my partner brought me a cup of coffee and it was like this coffee from Honduras that they got and it smelled like my childhood home and Mm -hmm. I like smelled it to drink it and I was like oh my god this smells like where I'm from in Florida but like I don't know why I think because it was like a smoky flavor and we went camping a lot and so there was like this campfire element to like nostalgia and so I was like oh my god this smells like my home but like so was that me seeing a smell <sighs> I'm trying
1: we are I'm all so stumped my head Our brains it. are
0: broken but do you know what I mean like you smell something and you're like oh this is like yeah, there's yes, a certain yes, smell I think
1: it is I think that the sense memory when you smell something and you have an like a feeling that is yeah. what this basically is I think
0: Sometimes I smell something and I'm like this is a t- a 2005 hot topic.
2: And of course. I, just know. I mean smells are and the I biggest like the gateway to nostalgia. Like you could smell something yeah. and just like be suddenly taken back.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like a time
2: machine. If there's honestly if I were to invent a time machine it would just be a bunch of uh like Abercrombie 8 perfumes lined up. <laughs> <laughs> Take you right
0: Wait, back. Wait, uh, Maria, I want that movie so badly. It's not Hot Tub Time Machine. It's Abercrombie Cologne Time Machine. Yeah.
2: And you just hold an Abercrombie Eight up to so, under someone's nose, and they're taken back to two thousand. But they're only
0: taken back to like two thousand one. Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> Okay, so let's let's final thoughts here. Now, I'm going to just kind of get mine out of the way here. You're just I, randomly we haven't said,
0: picking something. I can tell. We also, I love that you've decided, like, final thoughts, final thoughts, well, everyone.
2: Because this is, honestly, all of our brains are short-circuiting and we'll be here all day like I can see us None like of- five hours from now still just kind of staring off into space uh, trying to figure <laughs> out what touching f- uh hearing means but we haven't said anything hearing. about
0: what is touching hearing we didn't even go to so that imagine one. like opera <laughs> and it would feel like <laughs> silk what? or something it would feel silky yeah, in your I hands think so. and
1: that is that sort of association is synesthesia and like hard rock might feel like a pounding in your body or something that's kind we of We kind cool. of already have it because if you can't hear, you can still feel the vibrations, right? So it's of Beethoven. Thank you.
2: We <laughs> all know the story, the Beethoven story. He's, he said, take these legs off this piano and he cut off the legs of the piano so he could feel the vibrations of the floor. Okay, I did
0: not know that.
2: You didn't know that? No. Gabby, did you know?
0: I did. I did know that. But now as you say it, I'm like, I wonder if that's true.
2: Could be his, the lore he created, it could be real. We'll never know.
0: Ah, God, okay. Uh, well, none so, of us should lose
1: our sense of hearing because we all have a career in podcasting. So that would... Uh, that's see,
2: true. that's why that's I would lose the- my sense of hearing. I'd say, God. Oh,
0: my God. So, like, at that, well, we do transcribe the episodes, but it would be hard for me to record my episodes. So that is true. Um Also... Uh, speaking of Maymay and Pepe, a fun thing Pepe would do is when Maymay would be yelling at him, he would turn and look at me and just turn his <laughs> <it> off, <laughs> and then wink at me. So <laughs> lovely, super cute. Um, I would. Uh, okay, so Maria, since you're so gung ho on solving it, yeah. what would you do?
2: I want to get rid of taste, and then just make my smell extra sensory so that i can okay. basically taste smell and i think that would okay. do me a lot of good okay
0: burnt broccoli
2: i take broccoli for bro- <laughs> broccoli for for dessert every night baby broccoli for dessert with a donut up your nose <laughs> yeah with a donut pressed against <laughs> my nose
1: <laughs> okay this is what i'm gonna do because i can't Lose my hearing because uh, communication is very important to me. I can't lose my touch because I feel like
0: well, you would just learn sign language, but you would have trouble doing. podcasts. I would have trouble
1: doing podcasts, and and then touch I can't lose because that's important to me. Uh, sight I I am a visual person too, and and taste I want to hang on to. So th- this is what I'm thinking. I lose smell but I, which sucks because I love like smelling flowers and, but I also don't, some smells really bother me. So I don't want any sort of enhanced Mm. smell sense, but I'm going to lose smell. I'm going to see smell instead. So imagine looking at a beautiful rose and I'd see maybe some lovely lines coming out of it. So I feel like that's a good way because you don't want to feel smell because then what if you're passing like a stinky garbage can and then you'd feel like a buzz, like or a, something bad. like a shot. Yeah, <laughs> a buzz.
0: You, a sh- you now hold on. You have a shock collar. Yeah, that's so. What, if you if you passed by a garbage can, you would have the feeling of a shock collar. I, I, that's
1: what I think garbage is, feels like.
0: Wow. Okay. Okay, wow. so that's my. Answer. I, I feel like, okay. You know, what if, what if you could feel? No. What if you could see? Concepts. Okay. Like, well, Gabby, where are you going? Where are you going?
2: This is like another like, sense. Concepts. Like, what if
0: you could see confusion or like see love, feelings? Yeah, feelings.
1: No, wait a second. <laughs> I just think I came up with a loophole. Am I just describing like empathy? Yeah. <laughs> you're describing like an aura reader.
0: You just want to hire yes. a psychic to come
1: <laughs> read your aura you'd be an empath.
0: Oh, my partner's an empath. It's really bad. Oh, it's tough.
1: It's tough for them. They started
0: they got really upset at Disney World because they could feel all the family drama. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wait, le- they could sense all the angry fathers. Well, I think I came oh. up with a
1: loophole that we would all want okay. to do. What if you can yeah. see hearing? So it would almost be like you have like a transcript so you could still just free easily oh, communicate i think that's a good one i i mean the only thing that would suck is sort of music but as far as communication but what if
0: you could just see the music cool yeah okay i would want to i would maybe i would want to taste hearing Ooh. and that's me throwing a bomb at this and hear me out so you could taste, you could taste hearing. So you could taste like a really good song would taste like pizza <laughs> or like a really good, like a really good, <laughs> although there's some ways in which this doesn't pan out. And that's like if a fire alarm goes off or if... um
2: Yeah, then it just tastes like metal in your mouth.
0: Yeah, yeah. we all agree. Yeah. We all agree that that would taste like metal. Yeah. I think I would... I think I would taste hearing and that's my choice and I'm being impulsive, but I stand by it. Okay.
1: I think it's a mistake. I just have to say, but we're, you're going to have to (laughs) lose. those were our
0: final answers.
2: What a brain buster.
0: So you can hear hearing, but you can also taste hearing.
2: No, 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 you
0: don't lose hearing. I'm losing taste. I'm losing taste.
1: Oh, you want to hear taste.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm into
1: that. But then, oh, how did you taste, taste
2: something if you can't taste? No, she can't taste. Even if Gabby can't taste. taste, so I can't
0: taste, but I can hear taste.
2: Okay, so you'd be hearing, you'd be hearing, like when you bought, when you bit into a piece of cake, you'd be hearing the most beautiful song that tasted yes, but like But I wouldn't cake.
0: taste it. Okay, yes, yes, Maria,
1: Maria got it. I like that. <laughs> okay. one, actually, I think that's. Cool. I think
2: that's a beautiful sentiment.
1: Yeah. Okay, we did it. I'm very (laughs) interested to hear what people would do. So please write in and let us know what you would do. Because that was a
0: brain buster. Also, I guess smoke coming out of my ears is me tasting hearing. Uh,
1: Smoke coming out of your ears would be me seeing. Wait. It would No, I I think
2: that's a whole other thing. I I don't think that's any of this. Not everything, not (laughs) Uh, everything applies. (laughs)
0: oh my god I'm so sorry you guys this I I feel like you had me come on and then I was just really bad at it Gabby get (laughs) over
1: it you've been great and we're not done yet this is the thing we have a dear big ones Um, and I think this one is almost perfectly tailored to you Okay, Okay, so this is your time to shine. So here we go. Hi, Amanda and Maria. I have a big one, which I am hoping you can help me with. I have a friend who I will call Alice. We have been friends for a few years now. Before the pandemic, we spent a lot of time together and we talk every day. There is a problem, however. Alice is well off financially. She owns her own home with no mortgage. How does that happen? And has very few bills as she lives modestly. Her income comes from investments. I am not so well off. I live below the poverty line, receive a small amount of disability, and get by with help from family. The trouble comes when we talk about money. I don't ever bring it up, but she is bringing it up more and more almost every day now. Her investments brought in a little less last month than before, and she is constantly talking about how she does not know what she will do. All her bills are paid. She has money in the bank and a roof over her head. She has food in her fridge. She's told me her parents have offered to give her money if she needs it, but, quote, she isn't that desperate me. I had to ask for help more than usual the past couple of months in order to pay my electricity bill. I had to go to a food bank so I wouldn't starve literally. She knows these things. I don't say that for sympathy just to let you know the stress I am under right now. I know everyone is having a hard time, but this particular topic is very sensitive. Um, When we first became friends, she treated me to lunch once and grabbed the bill at the grocery store for a few snacks. I thought she was being generous. While I can't financially treat people, I do in other I've brought food to her house to cook. I've crafted things for her. I say this so you know this isn't a one-way street. A week later, she emailed me an itemized bill for half of the lunch (gasps) and snacks stop stop Rich people always stop. do that
0: rich people always I can't do that stop.
1: we didn't discuss it then and I guess we should have but I was so embarrassed I had told her I couldn't afford to go to lunch at that time but she insisted and said not to worry about it I had to ask my sister for money to pay her back my question oh my is God. would I be a bad friend if I tried to steer the conversation away from money how if she asked me why what do I say I don't want to be mean or sound resentful I am not I am glad my friend is not struggling like I am thanks loves
0: okay first of all this is not your friend second of all uh, that there's this tweet that was like uh, that was like person with literally five dollars in their bank account oh don't worry coffee's on me person who's a millionaire Uh, so yeah you can hit me back like if you just spend (laughs) $2.37 and like part of me is like then I heard people being like well that's why they're a millionaire Mm. and you're not I don't think they're a millionaire because they're
2: getting their $2 exactly
0: But so I, this, if I was going to suggest being like, maybe you just have to be really open and honest with your friend. Maybe she doesn't know, but it seems like you told her about the food bank. You told her about this other stuff. Like she does know that what's going on with you. Cause I, sometimes the problem that I, I face with doing bad with money is that people are just scared to talk about money. They find it taboo. They don't want to tell their friends that they're struggling. They don't want to let people know that they're in a different place financially. So then the other person, you know, talks about, Oh, my investments and all these things. And they don't, there's no room for them to read because they don't know the Mm, situation. mm -hmm. Um, But in this case, it seems like this person is just like fully not reading the room that is available to them. Um, And I, it's, it's hard Because is there a world in which you could have been like, I can't, I actually can't pay you back. I would have to borrow money from my sister to do that. And maybe this person would be like mortified that they even asked you, or is this a person who would go, okay, borrow it from your sister? Because if so, fuck them. That is not your friend. I don't know. I don't think you have to be friends with this person. Like it sucks because I think sometimes friendships are, um, hurt by being in from different economic classes. And that happens too with, with r- romantic relationships. But like the key to that is being kind to each other and like understanding and like being like, look, I I don't come you know, this friend being like, I don't come from poverty, but like I understand and love you. And like understanding that it's not always tit for tat because some person might not have tit. Some person might not have tat. Like I, I think like, For me, like with friends, you know, with with friends, when I was just starting out and I didn't have any money, I was like when the podcast was starting, I would just say like, hey, I can't meet you for coffee, but you can come to my house. Um, And then friends who are my real friends would be like, sure. And then now, like I have my roommate is like six years younger than me. She's like my best friend. And I will like pay for groceries and she'll be like, oh, I'll hit you back. And I'll be like, that's ridiculous. Like, absolutely. You for sure do not have, like what with what money? Like you for sure do not have to. And, and I don't see that as like, I, I barely think yeah. about it. right? Um, and that's because like it, the, the French, like uh, the friendship and the continuing, it, it, it's more important than like the itemized bill. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, maybe I have less money than I would have in life just because I am the person who's like, I- I'll, I'll get, I'll get it. Like, I know that you're unemployed and I'm, employed and like i'll get it but like that to me just seems like what you do right
1: Uh, right i I think so notoriously one of my biggest pet peeves is like itemizing a bill at a group dinner i i can't stand it and i understand that people in different financial situations like that might be important to them if they purposefully just ordered the side salad and one drink like they but i
0: they should say that i think but everyone else is like
2: unless there's alcohol being if people if certain people are getting alcohol then i don't think I, I i honestly don't think that people should have to pay for alcohol because it's exorbitantly more than a meal that's what how i think how about
1: everyone just get separate checks yeah that's a great solution yes. yeah
2: that's a great solution or one person one person goes i'll put it all on my card can you guys all venmo me that's the way to do it but if mm-hmm. every if it's like a birthday dinner or something like that and it's like it just gets I get both sides i not of this I'm just saying the itemized thing that a man is talking mm-hmm. about not this the fact that this woman asked you for money is is insane to me it's insane
0: are they just is she just not listening to you when you talk that, that's what like, I Like, do I wonder. you need to ask do you need to actually just sit down and have a specific conversation about money rather than just like walking around her house, watching TV, being like, yeah, I went to the food bank. Like, is she just not listening? That's
1: what I think this woman. OK, because I understand, like, everyone's in their own world. Everyone, even if you perceive them to be really well off, still they can be having their own financial issues like that is just reality. Sure. This woman is obviously not, as Gabby said, reading the room. Um and so there's a little bit of grace you can give someone like that but at a certain and and especially if you've communicated Uh, I would say if the friendship means a lot to you, it's worth it to just like have one sort of light communication being like, I got to say, like, I'm in a really hard financial spot right now. Make it about you. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, sometimes I feel um, insecure or something when you complain about finances and make it about you Mm -hmm. if if the friendship is worth it to you. But to me, it's like I couldn't I couldn't be friends with someone who sent me an email for a lunch.
0: Yeah. An invoice. Yeah. Uh, No
1: no I don't like I personally no. don't like that but that's a trigger for me
0: but th- I think that she gets one more chance for you to explain exactly what you explained in this email yeah and then and then I think it's just hurtful to you like it's not like what am I doing wrong it's like this person's hurting your feelings
1: yeah yeah, and that's just not
0: gracious yeah. It's just like, I, if, if you can only go with friendship, you can only go on what the situation is that day. So like sometimes people stay friends with people because they're like, well, we were friends in high school. And it's like, that person is completely abusive to you. <laughs> like wha- right. what? Like, so I think like you, I think you just have to be like, look, here's my situation right now. Like this is what's going I It is worth just a, a regular conversation. Like being like, Hey, I, you know, as my friend, I just want to let you know what's going on with me and like, I, you know, this is really stressing me out. And just like, don't even mention Mm. them. Like Amanda said, just be like, this is like one of my really big stressors right now. And just like, as my friend, I just, I just need to vent. Oh, this. that's
1: good. You don't yeah. even bring up their behavior. You just make sure they understand mm-hmm. where you're at. And this is what I'm afraid of though, that they're going to go, oh mm. my God, girl, me too. My investment, <laughs>
2: yeah. my investment, my, my interest oh my on
1: my God. trust fund was like nothing last month. Oh
0: my God. And that that's the only
1: reason why I'm nervous about that. Yeah. But then you know who they are. If they're not if they really can't get it, they really don't get it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just I I just I, I don't understand how you can't I don't know. I mean, maybe this person just grew up wealthy, but it's just if I don't understand how you don't take into account other people's situations. But I don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm judging this person as if it was me, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it might be. Some people it are just. Which be. I do to
0: everyone. <laughs> oh
1: my god,
2: is, this, is she writing it about me? It's my fucking roommate.
0: It's my roommate who wrote it to your show. She's like, Hi, um, I know you're gonna have Gabby Dunn as a guest. And um she sent me an itemized yeah. list.
2: She for, will like, say that she'll she got it. It's no big deal. Of course you don't have to pay for it. I need to tell you she asked for she asked for the money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I literally like barely asked for uh, rent. I'm like, whatever. It's
2: hard asking people for money yeah. like that. Like that always has been an awkward thing to me be like hey um, are you going to be able to like pay for like there's just nothing in mm-hmm. me that like wants to take from other people like that that are like on the same level as me or <sighs> not you know making any money it's like uh, uh.
0: If a friend of mine said like that they were struggling like directly I would I would take that into account I think the problem comes in when people lie or they pretend to have more money than they do or they pretend like you know, they, like, put on a big show and, like, are, like, oh, I, you know, I, I did this and I did that. But, like, then you kind of go, you know, like, people who are, like, oh, I, I sold this uh, piece to the Vanity Fair or whatever. but And so you go, in your mind, you're, like, wow, that must be so much money. But then in reality, it's, like, you know, they, they gave you $500 or whatever not to – say that that's what you pay Vanity Fair but I'm just saying like the perception of of people what makes people rich isn't always the reality yeah. or what gives people money or income especially in Hollywood oh it looks way better than it pays yeah. baby <laughs> yes it
2: does uh, and it doesn't look that good <laughs> <laughs> well Gabby thank you so much for being on I think we got to a lot we got to, we got to the bottom of a lot and we also only scratched right. the surface on a lot of this stuff
0: yeah I feel like I was a chaotic guest because it's the end of the day no I think you were, I, my were right, computer's right on par on 12% like Ooh, I mean, gotta get you out of here I just I feel like I just came in like a wrecking ball and like I, it's a so,
1: good energy to have though I think it's yeah. helpful <laughs> okay. actually because Maria and I yeah, are thank uh, you you know you can you can sense what we are we're just kind of yeah. we're just
2: kind of waiting
0: of people, in this water people like
1: it when a when a new energy comes in
0: oh i like you guys's energy and i and i i just it's i just laugh so hard it's just so lovely oh
2: thanks well where can people find you tell everyone how to get everything you have and where to oh find God. you and everything
0: um, you can go to gabbydun.com, G-A-B-Y-D-U-N-N, and then I'm on Instagram at Gabby Road, G-A-B-Y-R-O-A-D, which is a Beatles pun. I'm so sorry. Uh and uh yeah, and then the Bad With Money book and um the two other books that Allison and I wrote together are called I Hate Everyone But You and Please Send Help. And then the comic book is called Bury the Lead and then wow that then, not the, you're
2: not no one's getting after you for comic book anymore huh it's not a graphic novel, oh no, graphic, novel
0: graphic novel <laughs> sorry wow and then they <laughs> listen to this show um and then uh and then um b- the bad with money podcast is, ju- is new brand new it's out now go listen to it
2: great it's so good well, this has been wonderful yeah. all right well thanks you guys for listening to the, the big, big ones, ones. The big ones.